Well, 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 good evening, good evening. Here we are again, closing out another beautiful weekend. And you are here with us tonight, Uncensored Minds. We're about to step into a new week. Time to crush some goals, time to tackle our to-do list, time to take some time for your mind, your body, and your spirit. But it's episode 134 coming to you live. We got a great show lined up. I cannot tell you what emotion you will be tapping into tonight. But I can guarantee you that it will be one of them, especially with this crazy crew. It's time to get uncensored. Thank you, everybody, for showing up. Shout out to all the members. Please make sure to like and share the video. We definitely appreciate you when you do that. Thanks for showing love. Always, always, always. Those memberships are still available. If you are not a member, I don't know what to tell you. The exclusive content be off the hook. So make sure if you're not a member, if your friend is not a member and you want them to see it, don't share it. Make sure you get them to join and become a member as well. We truly appreciate that. Also, 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 the gear, I'm telling y'all, listen, all winter long, we've had our Uncensored Minds gear. We've been rocking it, but it's time to freshen up, fresh new colors, new, new everything, all new everything. Ladies, the dresses. Grab that. Line them up with the sneakers, with the heels, whatever. Make sure you cop one if you don't have new Uncensored Mind gear ready to go. But it's episode 134. Make sure you got your snacks. Make sure you got your beverage of choice. I see all the ladies out there. Danielle, Rhonda, Loretta, Angelia, Juanita, Sarah, Stacy. Um, I see all you ladies, anybody that I miss. What's up? Let's get into it. Where is Mr. Nell? Each, I don't share it with my best friend. Good, Angelia. Thank you so much. This way, they can become a member. You got to you gotta become a member and see it for yourself. Truly, truly, truly appreciate that. I hope everybody had a dope weekend. It was beautiful weather, so I hope it was beautiful weather here in Philly anyway, but I hope it was beautiful weather wherever you were um, spending the weekend Time to get into some uncensored shit. What's up, Mr. Nell? What's problem? What's good? How you been doing? Good. <laughs> How are you? Looking good in that red, sir. We Thank popping you. off in Thank the red. You. In you the red. I mean? As you said, it's definitely springtime. It was it's definitely a vibe outside. Get, get them colors popping. We got uncensored my merch for you. All across the board. All across the board. It's uncensored mind reloaded. This is episode 134. Hopefully, y'all enjoy. The, the festivities tonight because it's going to be a wonderful, great show. Thank you to everybody for stopping by, checking us out, all the newcomers that's checking us out. We appreciate you. Um, we appreciate your presence. Anybody that's sitting in the cut, just enjoying this um, this great pod that we um, call Uncensored Minds, thank you for doing that as well. We're going to get right into the getting speech. Iceberg question of the day, and it goes a little something like this. What's the worst thing you ever did as a kid but didn't get court for it? <laughs> there you go muting yourself again well i know i don't know what be going on y'all know i've been y'all know how i do i apologize y'all listen i know i really had to ponder on this because i was into some shit <laughs> shall we say as a kid so i had to really really think about it but what i came up with out of all of the things that i've done was so my mom used to always get me a pack of tokens that would last me all week. A 10 pack of tokens would get me to and from school. 
So what I used to do, I used to walk to school, hold my token, walk, well, catch the trolley halfway home, and then spend my token at the store for a sandwich. Now, two things are wrong with that. And if y'all don't know, SEPTA here in Philadelphia, we used to use tokens, actual physical tokens to go to and from wherever. Um, and so I used to save my tokens. And this used to be this store where you can spend the SEPTA token mm -hmm. for food or snacks or soda, juice, whatever. Really? Elmwood Avenue. Okay. Yes. Okay. So I used to catch the trolley to the main building. Which one was that? Was that the one across the street from on a corner? Or was that the yeah. one, was that one that sold the hoagies? Or was that the one that sold the um the hot food? Because, you know, you had two. One on each side of the on, on each. I know. The one that sold the hoagies. The okay. little set. One token got me a little 75-cent hoagie sandwich. I mean, listen. But the problem with this is, and why this was bad, is because my mom would literally spend her money like all right let me make sure i got enough money to get your tokens so you can get to and from school but instead i'm walking up the o okay seeing all the boys eating my little sandwich and walking instead of catching the bus when i should have so if she ever found that out she knows i guess she'll know now but if she ever found that out that'd be an ass whooping for me see the beautiful thing about that is we all went to the same we went to the same high school we went to john bar main building and then I transferred over to the communications building. But it wasn't too far from home, and you didn't mind walking with your homies, you know what I mean? But, you know, the bougie ones, like me and Ish, you know what I mean? Our parents sacrificed and bought us tokens. Um, did the same thing. Did the same thing. Sold the tokens. Because um, it was $10 in school. Parents would get that to you, get them on Monday. You know what I mean? And you sell the tokens for a dollar. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? You got two tokens for the day. But we used to walk home, so you know, I mean, you typically did tokens because you was walking with your homies or your girlfriends, whatever. So we ain't never seen my parents that, but mine, we did that. Um, what did I do as a little, a, a little, a little now? <laughs> I, I can't really think of nothing. Uh, worst thing I ever did as a kid, but didn't get caught for. Um. Oh, <laughs> used to be put on punishment. And they said, don't turn the TV on. And we used to get home before our parents did because school let out at 3 o'clock. We got home no, no later than 3.30, 3.45. So I would go in the house because I know they was going to call at 4 o'clock just to make sure. So I used to turn the TV on in the room. And I had it down to a science. I knew when my mom was going to come in. And then subsequently, like 15 minutes later, my dad was coming. Um, and, you know, they could feel the TV to see if it was hot. I used to put ice packs on the TV. So it will cool down. <laughs> oh my God. So crafty. But then too, I used to, my little sister was hit. She was, a, she was a scaredy cat. You can look at her crazy. She wouldn't do nothing for 10 years. So I would, I would con her to turn her TV on in her room. And I was sitting there watching at the door in the doorway. And then if I heard them come in or whatever, then I would run in my room and, and whatever. So that's, that's what yeah. I did. Or crazy stuff like like steel cars and stuff like that. That was not my thing. Yeah, good, so. good. So listen, what would have happened if your if your parents had to come home, or I mean, let's just say you got caught. What would have been the repercussions? It would have been wrong. Which and the and I already know what the repercussions was. I got caught. I got caught because he felt the back of the TV. My dad wasn't no 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 dummy. 
he felt the TV and could tell that the TV was turned on. Oh, so you did so get I, caught. That's how I got hip to putting ice packs on it to cool it down. So when he came in, it was cool. Um, but if, if I got caught again, I'm sure they was they was gonna take the TV out of the room and whatever the case may be. I stayed on punishment. You stayed on punishment. So you basically got caught in almost everything. There wasn't anything that you didn't get caught doing. Nah, because it was so nah. crazy. <laughs> it was another story, and we're gonna move on after this. My dad had wound up tearing his ACL working. So his rehabilitation was over in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Um so he had to go over there every night. So my mom, when she got off of work, would have to drive him over there. And all of us would go. Hmm. He was in he was in rehab for a good year. So it was nights when I knew I did something in school. I would say, oh, mom, I got homework. I don't want to go. I want to stay home. I mean, I want to stay home. And that, we was at an age, because this was high school, I was of age to stay at home by myself. So me and my little sister was home. The reason why I stayed home is to intercept teacher's phone calls right oh my mom not here teachers got hit today my teacher called 6 30 a.m one morning i woke up to the ass whooping of my life the ass of my life because me trying to be smart cutting the ringers off on the phone and then the teacher getting the teacher like this, they, they gotta be home. Like they these are the type of parents that like care or whatever. She called six there in the morning to let her know who was going on. Got my ass well crazy. You should have seen me go to school that day. I cussed that damn lady out. I can't got home, got another ass. Got home, got another Don't call this fucking house that come morning. I can't. I can't. No, you was a little something. You was something else. That was high school, so I was got. I know that probably was my like my tenth grade year, ninth for tenth grade year. So I was probably I was a teenager, fifteen, sixteen years old. So you know, what I mean, unfortunately enough, you know, those teachers' phone calls and my parents' my parents' discipline made me to the person I am today. So shout outs to the teacher that called at six thirty in the morning. I hate that day, but shout outs to her. That and that was was that Bartram or was that something? That was Bartram. That was Bartram. Yeah, and that was Miss Choice. Yeah. Don't forget that lady name. Earn that choice. Uh huh. Should do it. <laughs> We're gonna get up out of here, but that's the icebreaker question today. Let's see what some of the people said in the comments. They really didn't say anything. They were just they was just getting on my case for being bad little Dino. You know, mm -hmm. what I mean? that was <laughs> that was who I was back in school. Um. So the entertainment entertainment quick spin, we're gonna jump right into it. And um we wanna we wanna share a moment of silence um with um Jackie O's family. Jackie Jackie O, which is at Jacqueline Smith is her name, and she is the mother, child's mother, and also girlfriend DC Young Fly, who is an actor, comedian, um, and a family man. He lost his he lost his the baby his wife his fiance actually now i don't even want to say baby's mother he lost his fiance this week tragically um from a botched medical procedure and we're gonna get into that a little bit too in detail um but she died suddenly and they and, and now that details are coming out they actually found her unresponsive in a hotel room by herself um the day after the procedure um and she succumbed to you know her injuries based on having a mommy makeover 
If you don't know what a mommy makeover is, is you should want to tell what the people with the, the mommy. Yep. Yep. So the mommy makeovers, which is like widely and wildly popular right now. Um, you know, they have a few children. They feel like they need to tighten up their body. It consists of multiple procedures, like not just one, not just two, typically two or more um, procedures. Okay. It's breast implants, liposuction, BBLs, which are extremely popular, the tummy tuck, um, fat transfer, um, if you have larger breasts or smaller breasts and you want to fill them in or you want to reduce them, they also do that too. And this is just like, you know, to make the mommies feel hot again, I guess, you know, so it's, it's definitely, um, popular and definitely popular in, t in the entertainment world as well. And it's just unfortunate that she lost her life, you know, trying to tighten up some things. That's I feel, feel for him. Absolutely, those babies. Um, the doctor who performed the the actual um procedure had multiple negative reviews online from clients, um, who just said that you know after they had their procedures done, they were in extreme pains for long periods of time. They had a lot of negative um effects. It didn't, you know, some people said they wouldn't end looking the same as they did when they came out. Um, and this young, this beautiful young mother um, and wife lost her life due to um, due to those practices. We can say at this point, yeah. Uh, that so that's wow. From that's a legal, wow. a legal standpoint, and East being our um, resident legologist here, what does this look like? Yeah, I mean, listen, this is all I can say is do your research. Like, if you want to have any type of cosmetic surgery, do your research because legally, um, the Better Business Bureau and other entities that track complaints of businesses will typically have a grading or reviews or something of the sort in regards to any physician um, that you are going to, to see. And especially procedures such as this, even if you know of someone that had a successful procedure, still do your research because you don't know what has happened behind closed doors in other situations. So you gotta be smart, you know what I mean? Because legally, again, they have to report those and they will be available online some way, somehow. Or you can also always ask, they may not always tell you, but most good physicians will give you success rates and outcome, especially for procedures that they have performed themselves. So legally, this doctor sounds like he definitely about to get fucked because this one was one that was more public probably than some of his other ones where it might have been a little quieter. And this one is probably going to make a lot of noise. So I'm sure the family and, and DC Young Fly, they going to come to him with some major lawsuits and he'll probably hopefully be out of business and not be able to do it to anybody else. So, you know, and and respect, out of respect for the Smith family, um, DC Young Fly and, and him and his children, you know, let's take a moment to give a moment of, uh, pay our moment of respect to this young lady um, as she transitions.
Thank you. Um, another another tragic event happened um, in, in the entertainment sector. And we talked about this young lady early on in our um, Uncensored Minds um, life. And we talked about the um, young lady, Danny Lee, um, baby um, singer, actress, and also um, child, has a child by the baby. We talked about that earlier on. But now she's back in the news and she was arrested for a DUI. Not only was she arrested for a DUI, but a hit and run in Miami, um, running a man over on a moped and dragging the moped for blocks um, before she was pulled, before she finally pulled over. This is crazy. <laughs> another another um, unfortunate case of you know somebody you know what I mean being injured because of some negligence by somebody getting behind the wheel of a of a vehicle intoxicated. Um, each again. Ramifications, legal ramifications from this. What does this look like for her? Yeah, I'm not understanding. Like in this day and age of Uber or, you know, drivers, even girlfriends or something, that people are just not a little bit smarter um, with respect to how they carry themselves when drinking, while out, um, and then to be as careless as to drag. I know you had to feel it. Like you had to feel yourself hitting someone. You don't stop, you don't do anything, um, and you still keep going. That alone, Mel, that alone is going to be problematic for her. If she had a DUI, and I'm not quite sure what the uh, Miami uh, laws are, but here in the state of Pennsylvania, if you have a DUI and it's your first one, you can get what is called ARD, and it's a program that will clear your record. You will not have a record. You do some requirements, you take a, a alcohol class, you pay some fines, and then boom, it's expunged. It's off your record. But she was on the brink of almost killing someone. That will not apply to her. No, everything sweet that could have happened for her if she was just caught with a DUI is taken off the table. Um, she almost killed somebody, um, which could have been vehicular homicide. And unfortunately, if that individual who is severely injured, he is very injured, he's in critical condition from what I understand. Um, if he just so happens to perish or pass on, she's in trouble. Wow. She's in trouble. That's, that's wild. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, crazy. People, we got to be a little bit more, not even a little bit more, we got to be very, very careful when we um, consume alcohol and the way that after our consumption of the alcohol, how we, how we go about our go about after that. And I mean, we all grown, hopefully we are very responsible within how we take, um, how we intake, you know, whatever substance that we're taking into our bodies and being cognizant of what that looks like for you once you do that. Um, and how that not only will impact you, will impact everybody else that's out there why you're moving about from wherever you are to what your final destination. So prayers right. go out that that person that was um that was brand over and dragged. Hopefully they pull through and they make it. And this is a lesson learned to that young lady on how to carry herself and doing the right alcohol. Um also before we move on to that, another another person in a in in a entertainment sector that was caught with a DUI yesterday, last night, um, Justin Combs, Puff's time. Um, as Sarah said, um, Justin Combs is also arrested for a DUI. We got to do better, people. You know what I mean? We got to do better. Like, y'all are rich. Y'all have the hey. opportunity to get 
that have drivers and 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 even if you weren't rich, there's a thing called Uber and Lyft. There's, Twenty dollars. There's also a thing in certain cities that have a a, a a hotline that you can call and call for a service that costs you nothing. So these things are not even things that is like, oh shit, it was no resources. I don't got the resources. I had no way to, you know, whatever. There's so many different things that you can do and take to mitigate these things from happening to you. Absolutely. Uh, it's fortunate enough that that brother was stopped by the police before hurting somebody and anyone doing, you know, driving under the influence needs to check themselves because it's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. Your whole life could change in the blink of an eye. You're also changing somebody, the possibility of changing somebody else's life in the blink of an eye and them not having the ability to be here anymore. So they got to get, get it together. Typically, our, yeah. our entertainment spin has kind of a, a, a upbeat feel a lot of the times, but this week right here is kind of, we in indulgence. We, we talked about um, this family dealing with the loss of, of their beautiful young angel. We talked about Dan Lee, you know, hurting someone and Justin Combs also being arrested for DUI. Now, this, this hits a little closer to home for us. Um, a lot of us have enjoyed um, TV shows and movies and, you know, board CDs and, you know, have a great affection for Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx has, is allegedly blind in one eye and paralyzed after a stroke that was caused by the COVID shot. Um, multiple sources are starting to report this. It is not like the reports that came out the last time that said the man is on a brink of death or things like that. You know, a lot of reputable sources um, have spoke to family members and close friends, and they're confirming this. Um, he's allegedly, again, as we want to continue to keep saying, allegedly, 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 but he's allegedly blind in one eye and has been paralyzed after the stroke that was caused by the COVID shot. Ish. When did he get that COVID shot, Ish? And what was it for? You don't know. So his latest movie, I don't know the name of that movie, but it was the latest movie that he actually had the, you know, the medical emergency on. He had to get the shot for to do the filming of this movie. It was mandatory and required. He had not had the COVID shot up until that. He was able to, um, you know, by choice, not have the shot, not take the shot. Um, but, you know, he wanted to obviously be in this movie. It was important for him to get done. They said, hey, listen, got to have this shot. So he took the shot and this was his adverse reaction um, to the COVID shot, allegedly. Again, these are stories that are coming in and matriculating as we, as we uh, you know, cover them. So I'm sure there will be more reports forthcoming that are clarify um, allegations of it being the actual COVID shot, et cetera, and also confirming, you know, his blindness or whatever other um, ailments that he, you know, got from this shot. But it's, it's unfortunate because, you know, I know that for a lot of people, the COVID shot was or could have been a lifesaver, you know what I mean, for them. Um, and it is unfortunate that, you know, some of the adverse reactions were lethal or even deadly. Um, so that's that's crazy. Prayers to, to Jamie Foxx. And, you know, I don't know if he could would ever be able to get his vision back, but hopefully he can regain um, you know, his wherewithal enough to maybe still continue on with his career at some point. Absolutely. So our prayers go out to, you know, everybody that's been affected in our entertainment quick spin. 
you know, this Sunday, um, from the from the, the the family who lost the young lady due to the mommy makeover to Jamie Foxx and his family, they continue to um, hopefully get better in the road to recovery, so, so we can see a hundred percent recovery and then him be able to tell his story. Um, the young brother who was dragged from the moped accident and hopefully um, Justin Holmes um, is learning from his mistakes from this past DUIs. You know, thank you for entertainment quick spin this week, people. Um, as you all know. We're going to do this every week for y'all. But we got something special that has to do with us here at Uncensored Minds. And you might be like, well, no, what what, what more do, what more can you bring us every week? Right? So the three of us, T, Ish, and myself, the new version of Uncensored Minds Reloaded, is in competition with each other. A friendly banter, but competition. And competition breeds better work fresh and creative ideas a great uncensored minds that you get the chance to see every sunday at 9 p.m and what is it that we're talking about we have entered in a competition amongst each other for the best potter what does that mean this person you will vote each each week Right, and there will be a poll put out there on Monday. Who was the best of the best that past Sunday? Right, who brought fresh new ideas? Who had amazing discourse, arguments? Who even brought forth new, new exciting topics within the topic to push the push the pod, the conversation even further? Right, and you'll have the opportunity to vote on that each week on Monday um, on our Uncensored Minds Facebook page. You'll be able to go in there and click, boom, whoever whoever tallies up the most wins each week wins. And it's just going to make us better. It's just going to make us um, give y'all better content, make us see the error in our ways, because we all competitive over here. You got three people who are uber competitors, as you've seen from past dealings on our telemade network when I was when I went, went up against everybody in the world on our um, musical show and I won each and every time. You just seen the competitiveness there. You already know the shit start is going to be the shit start and he's going to come with his shit. And then you know each for those who don't know, she is one of the ones. You know, one of the ones. You know, I typically don't get the opportunity to see it as much on Sunday. Like me and T get a chance to see it on Thursday. But this will help bring those type of characteristics and qualities out of us to give y'all exciting and amazing content. This is not a popularity contest, people. This is not who you like the best. This is not who you crushing on. This ain't about none of it. But who do you think boarded that week? Because it helps the other two be stronger. Absolutely. So that's something that we got here on the minds that's just sure to make us the best of the best around here because we are that, you know what I mean? So shout outs to everybody for, for continually supporting us each and every week. Tonight's show is be one of them shows. We got some, we got some great dialogue that's going to be back and forth. And we hope that y'all are, that y'all right there with us going back and forth with us as we go. So each, we're going to jump right, we're going to jump right into the sauce. We already know T is on his way. He coming with the come. Mike coming with a little, little surprise. He coming with the what? He coming with the come? See? 
Dirty minds. You, Uncensored minds, dirty minds. Y'all already knew I was going to catch that now. I wasn't thinking that. But you, I know. I was. All right. All right. Your nasty ass mind. I know. You already know. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Let's see what the people talk about, though, before we get into our next um, topic. Um, when we talk, when we congratulate, when we congratulate Helen, Helen, I see something that says congratulations at Helen 10 months in. What is what Helen do? What happened? You want to congratulate that? Yeah. I want to congratulate that. Helen, what did you do? Yes, something popped up, she said, but what did um, you I guess they caught it. We didn't catch Helen, it. Did yeah. you stop drinking? Did you stop going out, getting behind the wheel? Did you stop DUI? And what did you stop, Helen? <laughs> Not did you stop DUIing. <laughs> well, the good part about it is I don't drink and drive. You guys see me indulging my wine, um, you know, on a on the extra content and on Sundays. But I'm always home after this. I'm knocked out. So if that's what it is, Helen, congratulations for sure. But tell us what it was because we missed it. It's not in the it's not oh, in the chat oh, now. Oh, oh. Helen, I take remember to the channel. So we congratulating Helen for her her membership to the channel after 18 years. <laughs> Not after 18 years, bye, sir. <laughs> Helen, I got him for you on this thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a virtual pluck. Congratulations, Helen. <laughs> nice. Thank you so much, Helen. Always for the love and support of all the platforms. And uh, firstly, Uncensored Minds, we thank you. Her 10 months member. She's been a 10-month member. We know Helen has always been um, a member here at um, at Uncensored Minds. I'm about to say kind of silly. I, I got work on the brain. <laughs> but. Dude, not kind of Congratulations, Helen. Congratulations. Oh so. Oh, my God. She's been the mom. She's been a, the, the I, I, I can't talk. Retarded. She has been our longest standing member. Wow, Helen. Shout out to you. Memberships became available. Helen went out and grabbed immediately. We want to appreciate that, Helen. So shout out to you for being our number one top member. Longest. We appreciate your support. We love when you come on and share your stories with us on all of our pod, on all of our networks or all of our different shows that we got here on this Telemade network. So thank you. That's what's up. We get right into the get into, man. It ain't, it ain't even going to hold it back no more, right? What's more important? To be liked or loved by your partner? What is more important? To be liked or loved by your partner? And you may say, what? No. So, you tell your person, oh, let's say your person says to you, you act like you don't even like me half the time. And your response is, baby, I more than like you. I love you. Would your response be, I'd much rather you like me than love me? Or are you okay with, I do like you, but I love you even more? Let's talk about it, Ish. Mm -hmm. So initially when I thought about this, Y'all, I was like, both. Like, I have to have both. I'm not saying no different. It's going to be both for me. You're going to like me and love me. 
Definitely. But when I thought about it more, or is, you know, T or sometimes be like, no, you can't choose both. You got to choose one or the other. If I had to choose one, I would definitely want you to love me. Because not all the time, even in a normal world, will we always like our partner. There's going to be times uh, where you're going to hate that person. Um, you know, we talked about in one of our meetings, Michelle Obama not liking Barack for 10 years, period, during their marriage. You're not always going to like your partner, but you love them. You know what I mean? And so that love is going to withstand those periods of times that you do not like that person. So I'd rather be loved if I have to, you know, decide on one. Love me up because that's what's going to last the longest. I might act like a little B on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and you don't like me. And that's cool because on Friday, you still want to love me. So I'll take love all day. What's up now? What you taking? I, I mean, I agree. And, and 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 sitting back and dissecting, just dissecting and saying, like, damn, I do like you. I more than like you. I love you. And then having the person explain their perspective and saying, you know what? I need you to like me more than you love me because for me, that's what moves the stick for me or the needle for me. That's what the person could say. But for me personally, Darnell, I'd much rather you love me because I know, as you said before, I know it's going to be times you don't like me. You may hate my guts at that moment, but hopefully your love for me outweighs that momentary, that momentary hate or dislike, right? Um, we can't tell a person how they, they want to be filled. They want to feel, right? We can't say you're wrong. You should want me to love you more than I like you. Everybody has their own it like think if the, if if the needle for you is moved by you want to be liked more than you are loved because for you being liked is real and love can change that's you but on the flip side for me not all the time are you going to like not all the time am I going to like you but I still am, am in love with you I still have love for you I still love you and I can maneuver through not liking you at that moment or not being fond of, of, of you as a person at that moment because of a disagreement or argument. But at the end of the day, because I'm not that fond of you at that moment, I still love you enough to be able to have a disagreement with you or be able to figure out how we can quell those differences and get back into, you know, a, a, a pool of love or a pool of light or whatever the case may be. But you know, everybody has their advice. And again, I'm learning that through communication, just being able to articulate yourself to your partner, to your person, not even a partner, just your friend is, or the person that you're in a partnership with, being able to articulate yourself helps that person to understand exactly where you're coming from, because now you understand how their brain operates. And you can say, you know what? I thought what I was doing was for me, I thought that was enough or I thought that was what, what it was, but I see it's not. You need more of this than that. And now I can operate on what's giving you what you need versus what I think I want to give you because of cliches or 
past experiences or things I was taught by someone else or some other entity, I need to learn how it is you want to be loved or treated or liked in that moment. So it's a curve that we all have to hopefully go in between because you want to make that person feel comfortable at their, at, 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 for the most part. All right. Mm -hmm. Before you get to them comments, shout out to the wardrobe change and shit. Like it's right. Shout it's out. It's going down. Like we got, we've multifaceted here on Sense of Minds. We don't just have, we don't just have one thing. We got a lot of things going on over here. We got, we got. No, I know what. I know what that is. I don't want to hear nothing you gotta say. I know you want to get them smiles coming out. Mm -hmm. Wardrobe change. You know why we wardrobe change, ladies? Y'all know why we wardrobe change, right? That's what Nell doing. He think he gonna win the potter of the week or the potter of the month. I got his number. Don't don't y'all be influenced by that shit right there. Talking. Look. She's pandering. She's getting y'all to think something different. <laughs> Don't listen. But right, we're going to get right into the comments right here. Um, a lot of people are saying, love me. And I want y'all to be honest, though. Don't just say it because it sounds good. I want y'all to actually sit and be honest with yourselves in your mind. Would you much rather be liked or loved? Now, we all want to say, everybody's going to say, I wonder, I'd rather be loved now or each. Just love me. You ain't got to like me, but love me. But truly, do you feel like love is enough for you? Do you want to also be liked? Do you want to be, do you want to be appealed for? Do you want that affection that comes with that? It, like, does it all come to, together as one or can you decipher one or the other? Mm -hmm. Loretta said, love me, please. <laughs> Tara is saying, love me. Um, Juanita said, I would like to be loved. <laughs> I like how she put both of those in there. I would yes. to be loved. Absolutely. Yeah. Helen is asking for a def definition of love. Ish, define what love looks like for you. So love for me, I mean, you know, of course, obviously, everybody has a different perception of love. Um, and it can be, honestly, anything that just makes your heart bubble over, like just makes your spirit just insanely wild. Um, but for me, it is loving someone or, or being okay with someone through thick and thin, no matter what, honoring them, um, fulfilling their needs as well as yours, um, growing with them, strengthening them, um, being a friend, being a mentor if you need to. Um, what else? Just, just inspiring them, pulling from them inspiration. Like love is just so multifaceted. It's, it's, you can't put it all in one sentence, honestly, because I could go on and on and on and on about what love means to me. Um, so, you know, those are just a few things that mean, um, the most to me when I think of love. Absolutely. Um, Helen, everybody has their own connotation of what love looks, love definition is to them. Um, to each, it, it could be all those things that she just named. To me, it could just, it could just be um, a, a, a complete togetherness of whatever that looks like. Or just for me, I, I could say love for me is just knowing um, and feeling that the person that I have in my life or the people that I have in my life genuinely 
want what's best for me. I love that thought, right? Not all the time are we always going to mesh. Not all the time are we always going to agree, but just the genuine affection that you have for me being always good or always the best or always um, well, that's a great love for me because for, you know, just going out into this world, people don't care about your well-being at all. And just having that as a sense of love for, or for me, it's a dedication to me just knowing, hey, I want Nell to always be at his best. Even when I know he's not, I still hope and pray that it gets back to that point. I love that. You don't even have to like me to have that affection for me to be at my best at every moment. You know, love is always going to have its um its tangibles and intangibles, right? You're going to say, oh, I need this or I want this. I was having a conversation today um, with, with, with multiple people and I was saying, you know, you know, most people love with conditions. You know, for me, yeah. I don't don't love with a condition. I, my, my, my love is unconditional. And they said, well, how do you know that? Because I don't need to see you. I don't need to talk to you. I don't need to anything for or or have you give me anything for me to love you. I I genuinely love you because of the place you hold in my life. The the the, the presence that you provide for, for me. Um, people can say, well, if I don't see you, I don't talk to you. How can you love me? Because my love is based upon you. You're you, not what you can do for me or give me. It's based right. upon you and my life. Now, for on a flip side, a person may say, I need these things in order to feel love, receive love, or even transfer love back out. And that's cool. So whatever, whether it's conditional love or unconditional love that you hold is going to be based upon you as that person and your mindset. Um, let's Excellent. go what are some of the comments after, you know, as we try to define love for Helen, because as we go through the comments, hopefully this will help her get a, a, a understanding of different angles that love has. And I even even if I would employ her to put her definition in the comment section so we can then read that so we can get a true sense of where she's coming from as well. Zachary says, I hate most of the people I love. Facts, bro. That's real shit. That's big, real shit. Big time. I grew up. I grew up hating. I ain't even going. I hate to use that word. I grew up disliking my mom and dad, not because I I I wanted to dislike them. I dislike every time they told me to clean my room. I dislike every time they put me on punishment and took away some things. I love them. I love them to death. I wish I I I don't want anything different but them. But I dislike them. I dislike the the the, the way that they they handled. The way that they handled, but look at how I'm now, right? Look how we are now. We 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 are so grateful for that. Mm -hmm. Lady B says, "Love me enough to be loyal." That's what right. she she needs. Loyal. She said, "Loyalty is the best way to love me." Um, Sarah, we always know Sarah is definitely going to speak her mind. Ain't no sign on my back saying I'm looking for likes. Okay, solid. You know, what I mean, she says she she takes like she takes love over likes. Likes don't move her. Love does. Um, Angelia says, I feel you always like your friends when we fall out of love. I still want to be friends. I can have love for you, but not have a major love. But I always like my friends, even when they piss me off. Mm -hmm. um, Sarah, as, as Helen, right? Sarah 
is asking some of the same things that Helen's asking. She said, I am curious, what's the type of love? That's a great question, Sarah. What are some of the types of love? What do, what do we hear? What do we hear as are the types of love? I know we got the love languages. We got the five love languages. That's the languages that, that they, they designed to tell us what it is and how we how we feel love on different scales and perspective based upon our the, our wavelengths and what we want after taking mm-hmm. the time, right? We learned mm-hmm. about these things. What are some other what are other um, types of love out there? Well, you know, they always say like the love languages is how you base the the love that you wish to receive and also sometimes the love that you give. So those, you know, I believe it's seven love languages are typically um, one. But then, you know, I see Diana saying agape love and, and there are all different types and I don't know them offhand per so se, me, but, you know. So let me read them. So since, since Sarah is curious to what types of love, they've named them, right? We, we've had, you know, people come out and, and put names to types of love. And number one is Eros, right? Eros is a sexual or passionate love um, and most akin to the modern construction of romantic love, right? And the Greek myth is the form of madness brought about, brought about by one of Cupid's arrows. So Eros is a sexual or passionate type of love, right? Mm-hmm. The next one is Philia. Um, is the the hallmark of philia or friendship is shared goodwill, right? Right, Aristotle shared goodwill for one of three reasons. So that's philia. Then you have storage. We're getting a little feedback. I'm sorry, no, can't really hear what you're saying. Getting a little feedback. Is it me, Ish? Um, well, it, it's, it actually started uh, when you popped on, so maybe just a little bit. It All right, it's I hear you now. Two points away from him. Take two points away from him this week. <laughs> Take two points away from him this week. <laughs> What's up, T? What up, T? We got story. Right, you said philia. Philia got, was, was start with me. People doing dumb shit already, man. We got storage oh, love. Shit. Storage um or familiar love is storage is the kind of philia pertaining to be loved between parents and their children. So storage is the love that you typically see from a parent to a child, right? You have eight gauge, right? Where, you know, a lot of people say they want to be loved like that. Eight gauge is a universal love, such as the love for strangers, nature, or God. Um, I heard a lot of people, let's talk about that. Let's stay right there, right? That's become a trend, right? So often we hear people saying, I want, is how you pronounce that eight gauge? Agape. Agape. I can't even pronounce that shit because it don't even. It don't even. It, it don't make sense. Ape, ape. gay. You hear me say it? <laughs> let's, talk, let's stay there with the agape, right? We hear so many people saying, "I want to be a. I want. I want that agape type." Right. We had a definition right here is is a universal love, such as the love for strangers, nature, or God. Right. Is that the type of love you want? Let's talk about. Right. Let's talk about a gay. Um, what is it? Agape, 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 agape. I mean, you know, it's. I, I think that is the basis and the principle for you know love that most people just follow, and and it's obviously more than nature, um, more than the Lord. I think you know it. It, it, it is those things. That's the hierarchy of it. You know what I mean? Um, but then 
also friendship, your partnerships, your love for, uh, you know, your work or your passions or whatever the case may be. I think that all falls under the border of that as well. So a lot of people follow that, you know, a lot of people follow that premise. Absolutely. Laura says, why can't you, why can't you be liked and love? Most relationships start with a strong light before it becomes love. I totally agree. I totally agree. You can't just see somebody and totally fall in love with them right then and there. You have to, it, it builds, right? You build in a structure, you build in a foundation and the foundation is built off of first off is built off of what you see first. Then you going from, damn, I like what I see to now. I like what I hear. I like what I feel. And now starting to, I like, and I love what I see. I Yo, what the fuck? What I see. What? What are we talking about? What's going on? <laughs> What the fuck is going on? He over this love ish. What the hell is love shit? He over this shit. He like, what is the guy saying? What is Eros? What is Philia? What is this shit? You should. That's what I'm saying. What the fuck are you talking about right now? That's what T's saying, though. T came on. Yeah, he got the profit versus the shit starter up. So we already know the vibes. He had a he he ate some bad food or something. Today. Oh man, I, I just got stuck in a stupid ass roots picnic uh traffic. <laughs> and then I told my son to go downstairs and get my food, and he don't know what the he acting like he confused. I'm like, hungry. What are people doing tonight? I know what's yeah. up. I know you hungry. You hungry. He hungry. He hungry. Yeah. And see y'all talk. Y'all see y'all get on now. Now you wilding. You you. <laughs> Look at that. Going to zero sixty. This man came on here doing a thousand. <laughs> and like, what the fuck are we talking about? All they said was, hey, <laughs> what's up? What's up? <laughs> and then I seen some something. I heard y'all talking about something about a game. What the fuck is it we talking about? That is not the topic. <laughs> not a game. No, I game. I know. I know. That's but they asked what it, what types of love, and and now nope, was you give a fuck about all that. That is not the topic. Now was doing his due diligence. Pulled up the love stuff. So stick to the fucking topic, man. I cannot. We, well, we know what kind of love you like. Get to the point, love. Right. Get to oh. the point, love. That's your kind of love. Make sure everybody like and share the video, man. Yeah. How's everybody doing, man? Um, she says she don't care what she says. She ate gauge, apagape, <laughs> no that that's the type of love that she want. fuck are we talking about, man? Um, <laughs> I, did, I do want to say, uh, <laughs> hold on. I'm blank man tonight because I'm... I'm <laughs> not blank, not you back to blank tonight. I can't. Oh, no, I do want to say, um, rest in peace to Jackie O. Um, I do want to say that me and my son are like huge Wild and Out fans, and she was a Wild and Out girl. She started off as a Wild and Out girl, and even when she got with DC Young Fly, I was like, how the fuck does this ugly ass nigga get shorty? But <laughs> we, 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 we go let him rock. <laughs> I, I, that's just a point proving that, um, sense of humor is a big thing and that is a huge thing when it comes to love no hiding <laughs> but um uh rest in peace to her and i want to yeah. say um because i've had a couple surgeries i do want to say that um the right. anesthesia or the time that they put you under is a key factor in a lot of these things yeah. so um i know for myself like that's why 
it'll probably be hard for me to like do another surgery because I know that it's it was like hard for me to wake up out of that shit. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I had a, I had a surgery a couple of years ago to remove some fluid off my spine from the, from an MS, and that last time was was scary. I I had I had to be put under anesthesia, right. and I woke up okay, but a couple hours later. I, I, I was vomiting for hours on hours on hours mm-hmm. on it. And then I was lightheaded and it was just a scary situation. And, you know, you always hear the scary stories of, Oh, you might not wake up or, you know, whatever the case may be, but that's shit crazy. Yeah. That, that you have to be mindful of the anesthesia because they said it's like some chemistry shit where the doctor has to get it, you know, almost exactly right. According to your body weight and all of these things, man. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Yeah, it's craziness. No, what's wrong? I'm hurt. He's confused. He's it's confusing. I'm, now. I'm a I'm a confused man, and I ain't talking about my sexuality. <laughs> you dig? I'm confused because y'all let this man come in here and cause a hell. <laughs> if, if I go off the rails one time. <laughs> Oh, it's now chill. It's quiet in the chair. No, 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 no. Because I come in here and y'all throwing in fucking side basis words that have nothing to do with the topic. The topic was, would you rather be liked or loved? Not how many variations of love are there. That's not the fucking topic. No, Helen wanted to know. What are we doing, man? <laughs> Helen wanted to know. Sarah asked, "What's the what's the definition?" What are we doing? That's that's not what we're doing tonight, man. <laughs> oh well, then uh, T must be ready for the shit. I'm all the shit, man. That's what it's about to be popping for. See, this is what, this is what's going to happen. I'm gonna take my shit and I'm gonna go my book. Bye. I'm gonna take my book. Not doing this tonight. I am going to be busy. I'm be- not doing hey. this tonight. All right, hold on, hold on, y'all, because we do have a, a another special guest tonight. So we have a special guest that's going to join us and you know discuss the topics tonight. And she's from—I don't know if you remember now, but she was from our block maybe before you came to the block. But she's from the block, and she used to live in Lewinham Old Crib. So this is uh, Niche Carnisha. What's up? What's going on? People? Hello. I dad, you had to do all of that. Oh, she lived in doing them old credit. I could have said some other shit, but I ain't gonna say all that. <laughs> you, you a red hey, field. I love. Hey, that's yeah, that's special. That's special that you from the field, you know. Hello, welcome. Hold it down. All right, now what we have this time. All right, so is we still liking the loving? What the fuck is we doing? I'm confused now. <laughs> well, love me, you bitch. Got me. <laughs> love me. I already right. said it. We're gonna twist this shit all up. Let's, let's get before we before we jump out of this because we want to address this, and, and we got to guess. We want to ask her what's more important to you: to be liked or to be loved? I want you to like me. Okay. For being liked, loved. Love myself, so I want you to like me. Okay. I don't I don't need to be validated by you loving me, but you like me says a lot about my character. Okay. 
No, I want to say that I agree with that because love is like an unconditional thing. So if I love you, you could be a piece of shit, but I still have love for you if I like you and I want you in my presence. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. So what about the times that you not so likable, though? But like, why? I mean, because we're just human. So everybody is, is going to have periods of times where they're not that likable. So but what do why, we do in those cases? Why are you not likable, though, Leash? What I you mean, do? you likable every day? I should be. I'm lovable. Yes, <laughs> you should be, right? But we are human sometimes. So it's sometimes that we're just irritated because we were sitting in long-ass fucking traffic and we don't have our food. Right. I'm I'm lost on that because I feel like I should be liked every fucking day. What the fuck are we talking? Yeah, because we want to be liked every day, absolutely. But I just I just think like to just be realistic about it. We are human, so there are going to be times where we're just not that likable. But still, love me. I prefer to be liked. Um, what was your, what was your answer now? Because I didn't hear your answer now. Never no, fuck. Yeah, I'm here. I, I don't care. <laughs> I, I, said I'm, I, I'm the point where I'm just cool with the cool. Like if you, like, if you love me, if you don't like me, cool. If you don't love me, cool. Like I'm cool with whatever. If you say to me, "No, I like you," cool. No, no. I cool. I'm cool. I'm cool with the cool. Like I don't get, I don't get caught up in the dumb shit. Like I don't get caught up in, oh, you can't like me. You can't love me if you don't like me. That's that's foolish. That's foolish because what happens? We had to get to a person. Like I think what people was missing, we're missing this step of we had to like you had to like me first before I got to love you, right? Like there's a step to get to love. Like I liked you. No, no, no that's not that's not true because sometimes people are placed in your life like family that you just have to love because they're your family partner though. This is partner. We're talking about partner. We're not talking about family. We're talking about like the, 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 the we're sticking to the topic is All right. important to be liked or loved yeah. by your partner, right? right? So in order for me to get to this portion of loving you as my partner, I had to like you first. I liked what I seen. I liked what the, what I felt about you. Now I'm in. Now I fell in love with you. So what happens if you're getting on my fucking nerves tonight? Right. I, 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 I right. want to lay next to you because I fucking love you. Right. Hey, that's, that's, that's what Hold on. No, no. Let's stay right there because that, that is my exact point. So there's times when you love somebody, but you don't like them. But if I like you, I always like you. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And I agree. And that's I said the same thing. If I like you, I, I cannot like you at that moment. Right. That's what I'm saying. The fact that I got, I love yeah. you. Or I love you more than I like you right now. Right. Cause yeah, like this the thing. Like, do you not right now? Your son is on your shit list because he ain't do this shit what he was supposed to do. You're not liking this little nigga right now, right? But you still love him and you still like him in general. But just right now, right? You, he's, he's on my not like list though. But you love because <laughs> that's your dog. That's your dog. I said I love him, but he, he's on the not like list. And that's getting. So I think that's what man each was getting to. Like, you can have moments of oh, I I'm not feeling this motherfucker right now. But I love him because I like you overall, which built up my love for you. So, like, what if I, let's just say, T, what if I scratch you with my toenails and you fucking hate it? <laughs> like, that's something that you don't like. You still ultimately like 
the person, but you just don't like some of the actions, right? Yeah. And I think we get lost in that. I think people let's get lost right there. Let's let's stay right there. I don't typically deal with people that do actions that I don't like. <laughs> like if you so, so if you a person that does, I'm not going to fuck with you. Like, all right. So so what if you've been with somebody, let's say for three years, right? And then all of a sudden they do something that you ain't never seen them do before, and it just it just came about, and they'd be like, oh, this is I used to do this when I was younger, whatever. What happens then? You got a three year relationship. You really did. Don't say peace. Don't say peace. <laughs> I ain't. Yo, well, I ain't that. I ain't that jaded. Like what? What? Let's say you dating somebody and they got a habit that you don't like. They smoke, right? You don't like it, but that don't mean I'm fucking because I don't like that. That mean I'm a fucking leave because I don't like that. I just don't. I'm not going to be around you while you're doing that. Or uh, come see me or. Spray yourself after the after your cigarette or something. Like it's like shit. Certain shit. It'd be like we, we put ourselves in boxes, and we and we be and we and we don't understand that it you can live outside of that box. Right now, but those are typical deal breakers for me because my time is valuable. That's so understandable. But so if you but do shit that I don't like, I don't have the tolerance for it. Like, but then we can't say comments like this. You may like what you see but not like someone as a person. Yes, I like what I see, but I might not like what you've done at that moment, but I still like you. Maybe she's just talking about smashing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's just talking about smashing. Tonight, the night I hope everybody has a wonderful rest of <laughs> Goodbye now. I now Nell's pandering. No, no, no. I will see you on two weeks on vacation next Sunday. So I'm out of here. No, stop pandering. Stop pandering. I'm not doing this with you tonight. <laughs> Nish, do you have any uh, thoughts on, on this topic? <laughs> like, <laughs> have you uh, been with people? Oh, it's given. I don't like my internet connection. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't like the internet connection. Yeah. I think. You can't make this shit up. Well, Nish, we we know we know that you would rather be liked than loved, but like, what what are your final thoughts on it? Like, just having hear heard everybody's perspective and, and just the differences, and T being fucking frozen, you know, up in the top box there. Um, like, what what are your like, you know, closing thoughts on it? Like, do you feel like? Maybe possibly you would want both at at any point in time, or it's just always just like mm, um i mean it depends on the person this mm -hmm. the person the situation now yeah. this is random people i would prefer to like if it's my partner i want kids and health because right. as you for longevity you gotta like the person to keep building on the love mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. friendship wise Listen, my family, and all, that's going to be first. My thing is, you can not like me today, don't want to be around me. That's not going to stop me being from whoever I am. I'm still going to be me. You don't have to be my friend. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But if you're my man, that's all this, you know, it's different. So I think it goes both. Both. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, it definitely, it definitely is the the difference in the situation. So I do 
agree there for sure. And the love part, the like and the love as far as partners go, especially like if you feel like, hey, listen, I need a little bit of both from you in order for this thing to continue. I, I do agree with that. I do agree with you there. Father, the universe is bothering me today. <laughs> I know. You That's all frazzle, dazzle, and, and Xfinity. My cast is you that likes the metro grade. Yeah. Yeah, it's the metro grade. The metro grade over there, AOL and over there and shit. <laughs> All right, so that takes because he's having technical difficulties. That takes us right into our next topic: how to move, right? And when we say how to move, how to move on social media and how to move in real life. As we've been saying, social media trick you out your spot, right? Right. Now, what's trick you out your spot mean? You'll post something or you'll say something, and you got fifty million people in your comments with their opinion and their negativity, or you should have did it like this, or you should have did it like that. Or we've seen people post things on, on, on social media sites and get themselves caught up in a whole lot of shit. Um, can we speak on people that post subliminals on social media? Can that be a not how to move? Let's put that one right up out of here. Straight, straight from the gate. Ain't no playing and being around a bush. This is, a, this is the part where I sit back and I take fucking notes. <laughs> eight people that post subliminals. Thanks. Because, and then, I'm, let me shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can speak, man. What are, well, one of your ladies, man, what are, what are some do's and don'ts that y'all, that y'all monitor on how people move? Who wants to go? I think, I mean, the subs is corny to me because I feel like everybody's hiding behind a phone. A phone and social media, they're hiding behind it. You can sit there and talk so much trash about somebody. Half of it could be a lie, but you're not coming outside. So at the end of the day, you want to do all that is to talk about somebody and bash them and you don't like them subliminally, subliminally knowing that you probably can't fight can't whoop this person ass, but you want to do it behind your phone and in your home because you know you don't ever come outside. So I do it. But people doing it <laughs> because, I don't know. I don't know why, but I just feel like... Because it's easy. It's easy for yeah. people to do it. You know why? Because it has no it, it has no repercussions in, in the grand scheme of things, right? When we came up, we all are a certain age. When we came up, you said something about somebody you had to see them. Because you typically didn't have social media. You talked about somebody, you had to see. Now people can do it and not be seen because they hide behind, they hide behind posts, they hide behind these these fake facades, they hide behind this glamorous light that they try to create, and then they gotta keep that that, that flash. I like this name right here, though. Oh, that's a <laughs> Jen, Jen. Lunch on me tomorrow. Lunch on me tomorrow, Jen. I'm going to have a perfect to you. What's up, Ish? What's on hey, your... Jen. Hey, Jen, boo. Ish, what's on your... All right, so, I mean, definitely um, the Twitter fingers and the posting the subliminals. I mean, honestly, people don't really care. Like, don't care. Like, they see it. They'll take it in. But, you know, I feel like... The social media has given such a platform to 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 individuals who need to get some shit off their chest and they just feel like it's an open forum to just do that, but nobody really cares because honestly, they're like people care. Did you see the shit people, that they just posted? Like people care. No, let me tell you the people who care. 
I'm gonna but tell here's you. the people that care. Go the ahead. people that care also are posting subs. <laughs> no. And they don't have shit else to do themselves. So but those not, are the people that really care. Not even that. You got people that's sitting back, that's evaluating the way somebody moves because they might be trying to holler. Right. Right? And they they tricking themselves. That's why I was saying, tricking yourself out of the spot. You can be posting some shit and you might have a perspective perspective eye on you. Like, I wonder what's up with Shorty. But you posting all this wild, crazy shit now. That nigga that could have been a nice little fit for you looking at you like, this motherfucker is, is messy. Right. All over the place. They don't know if they coming or fucking going. I'm right. cool. Right? Right. So you right. can take yourself out of your spot, meaning... Everything that you ask for, you 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 prayed about, you want that you need, or you used to that, can put yourself in the position to where you lose out on somebody that could have came in your life that could have changed your perspective on the on the things that you posted. All right, how do y'all feel about people crying on social media? Oh, what is, about what? So what you, about like so now you're all taking shots at me, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's you nigga i'm talking about when people come on uh social media and they go live or they might just post a video and they like fall on crying about whatever is going no, on we have fooled on why crying. are you doing like a full-on cry session that body, that body, like, you had to sit there open up facebook or social or instagram push the live button wait for it to come up and you had to allow yourself to continue to cry for people for sympathy. That is weird. Now, in certain situations, I can see, like, but it's a, it's a, it, that's what I know. We have to say, Nish. Okay, did somebody pass away and then they're on live and they're talking about the person? They're about to do like, well, a, why are you on live? Right. Or are you sitting here because your dude just dumped you? Like, it's too right. It's awkward. It's That's too what I'm saying. Why are you on live doing that though? Like, if you, I, I don't have a problem with you crying about it, why are you on live doing it though? I mean, I'll never do it, but I, <laughs> somebody out there feel like that's their outlet. They need to but that could be it. their outlet. They probably don't have yeah. nobody to talk to. And unfortunately, right now with social media, this is everybody's outlet. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I do agree there. Do I have any other um do's or don'ts on how to move on social media? Because stop we... posting your whole fucking life on in, on social media every Please. second, like, every I, second. And it's from a perspective of me being a man, provider, protector, slide set. Stop posting everything on Instagram and social like uh, the socials. Like stop. You giving people to drop on you. You letting people know when you leaving your house. You letting people know when you not home. You letting people know where you at. If somebody was trying to get at you or get at somebody that you know, like you might be like, I live a life of coolness. I'm I follow God. I I don't do nothing to nobody. But you don't know what your nephew doing. You don't know what your daughter doing or your son doing. Or you don't know what beef somebody else got with your family. And now they know how to get to you, which which might get back to them. Like we gotta take a lot of things that just. It's, it's so forgiven, and we posting every move. Everything that we, we telling people where we at on vacation. We telling people when we leaving to go to the store. We telling them what aisle we in. We telling them what what time we gonna put our panties and drawers on. Like <laughs> it's weird. I'm like right weird. But you know, but now you know what. Also, too, y'all, 
Like, think about the individuals that are committing crimes on live. Right. Murders, homicide, abuse, oh, murders and homicide, that's the same thing. Like, they that are performing this, it's, 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 it's kind of like letting you know how far and how extreme people will go just for some, whether it be contact, whether it be an outlet, whether it be a form of therapy or whatever the case may be, people are really, like, tapping into social media and utilizing it for most of the time negative purposes because if like Nell said you tapping into that you tapping into energy by posting subliminal messages you tapping into energy by you know killing somebody on like who does this so social media is starting to brainwash a lot of individuals on some shit and they don't even know it just yeah. every it's single perfect. day just I, add it just add it see what is going no no, I need. I might need you to duck on this one, Mark. <laughs> All right. So, so how do y'all feel about um, relationship-wise moving? How you move relationship-wise on social media? This is exactly how I move on um, social media on relationships. <laughs> Zero zip zilch. You know why? It ain't because I'm hiding her. Right, it ain't because of that. It's not because I'm trying to. I'm. I'm. I'm not showing her so I can get at fifteen others. It ain't that. It's who fucking business is it? Okay. When she riffing and she on my damn nerves, is you gonna call her and tell her to chill the fuck out? When her birthday in a couple months, are you gonna say now he go, he go a thousand dollars go get her a nice gift? Are you going to do anything positive to reinforce our existence together? No. For the most part, you want to be messy. Look what happened with Saul, right? Prime example, we all live in Philly, so we all know what's going on with that situation, right? She was trying to keep her relationship, who she was dating. She was she told people she was dating somebody, but she was trying to keep the person in the background because that person don't do socials. That person wanted to just, them two, whatever. The internet ran with that shit. Wound up posting a girl. Now it's a whole big thing, right? For what? Only for you to talk about the girl, say negative things about the girl, say negative things about our union, say neg negativity. Ain't nobody saying nothing positive. They critiquing it. They want to know your business so they can critique it. They want to know your business so they can be messy, so they can follow, so they can see this and see that. All right, All right hold on now. Hold on now. Let me ask these ladies. Ladies, are y'all posting y'all boobs? I mean, I have. I have. I'll, but is this certain... You're you're not going to get everything out of me, mm -hmm. so I still have a privacy with what I got going on. But you will know that I'm with that person. Is you will know that. So, and I think too sometimes it is you know not all the time are you posting you know for for to welcome negative comments or to, to welcome the 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 shit because most of the time if you posting somebody that's when it's a flood of everybody else like. Hey, how you doing? Oh, I ain't know you was do that. Oh, what's up? What's you? You know what I mean? So I feel like too, it could go both ways. It could be the negative thoughts and comments, and it could also be a string of individuals who just want to hop on it because you are in fact booed up or aligned with somebody. But I think also, you know, sometimes you just want to show the individual that is behind you. You know what I mean? That's got your back that's holding you up, that's that's holding you down. And I am proud of this individual. Um, so it can get sticky because sometimes you don't want people in your business, but then, you know, 
it's also good to show who you're with and and that you you rocking with them. Let's let's stay right there, each, because I get confused, you know, when they be posting the guy and they be like, he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, <laughs> and then two months later, delete all the pictures. <laughs> How's he going? Giving them, them two months. They be on. They be doing that shit in two weeks. Yeah, you know I mean, nigga ain't shit. They got nigga up there now. Like they they disrespecting a guy and and and, and they post like that's where that's where it gets tricky. Like it's like damn, you post everything, everybody. You say this about everything, everybody, and it looks weird, but no one cares. Like right. at the end of the day. If you have a broken heart, who's sitting there mending you back to your mending you back to 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 to, to heal? No one. You're doing it yourself. That's I, true. We post everything, and it's cool if people want to do it to each his own. But right. we gotta realize what we really doing it for. Right. Right. Like my family know who you are. My friends know who you are. Do I care about my fifteen hundred or three thousand, four thousand Facebook followers? I don't know them. Do like I care about the ten thousand Instagram followers? I don't know. I only know four hundred of them because the uh, the four hundred of the ten thousand is family. Everybody else is just motherfuckers that's following. That's what I'm saying. I, I feel like if you post that picture, you should leave that picture. Leave it. Why not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Post a picture and then delete that picture like two two weeks later. Like Nell said, if you're gonna post a picture. Showing pleasantries, you have no way ever to talk bad on that person. How? That's defamation of character. That's grounds yeah. of sue. Thanks. So if you once said this nigga was the greatest thing since sliced bread, but then a couple months later you double back and say this nigga wasn't shit. He was the scum of the earth. He wasn't nothing but this, that, and the third. Then whose judge of character was it that was flawed? His right. or yours? All right, you gotta go. You gotta go. yourself. No, we got to go to the to the real life side of this so we can get out of this topic. So, Ish, what happened during this scenario where, where the bull was trying to holler, you know, in real life and how people should move in real life? If they're friends and they have, you know, husbands or wives, whatever, and they still trying to holler, how should people be moving, you know, in this scenario? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, everybody feels like, they got everything under control, right? They feel like I'm moving slick or I'm moving smart or I'm moving how I should be moving and I'm not doing much of anything wrong. Like, you know what I mean? Everybody got this in their mind and their perception. But when it really all boils down to it, like you're not moving like right at all. Um, so in regards to like individuals that have significant others that's trying to you know, get into the DMs of another individual and just putting on the pressure. You know what I mean? Is that the is that the situation you're talking about? So I can make sure I'm on where you want to go. I'm talking about the situation where the bull's trying to holler and he got a and he got a person. Like, how right. should somebody move? You know, in this situation. In that situation, stop trying to holler. <laughs> like that's how you move. You stop it. Uh, hello? Like, no, but seriously, like, that's the, that's the problem. And see, this is why there's a lot of infidelity. And, you know, that's a whole nother topic. You right. see what I'm saying? But don't do it. 
because you're never going to be able to move right. Like, first of all, you already have a situation and you're trying to enter into some shit that you shouldn't even be entering into. Like, of course, we're human. We can't stop shit from happening and things are going to take place. We get it. We got it good. Right. But as far as sliding in the DMs and trying to be extra and put pressure and this, that, and the third, like, stop it. It's corny. It's whack. Well, let me ask both of y'all because I seen I seen these other ladies talking about this, and the girls basically said they don't want niggas trying to holler at them. Period. Like, just stop trying to holler. So, do y'all feel the same way? Like, do y'all feel like y'all don't want niggas trying to holler when you outside in the streets and niggas is like beeping the horns and yelling and doing whatever? Do y'all want niggas to just stop that? Period. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. What do you mean? Uh. Uh-uh. Yes, we do. Like, stop it. It's too. Much because too much. excessive. What you saying, Nish? Some people can be excessive, yeah. and right, it's too much. It and mm-hmm. sometimes it is, but it's just too much. Now, like, let's let's be real though. <clears throat> let's let's digest that 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 question a little better than it, right? And 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 on the surface, you y'all gonna say y'all wanting to stop hollering because it's it's crazy, it's too much, but the moment it stops. And nobody is checking for you. Nobody. 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 That'll be fine. Nobody, no. nobody. That'll be fine. You question why you do. You question certain things like, damn, do I got it? Damn, how do I look? We I'm get, gonna get it but, in real life. I don't need it online. But just, uh, talking no, about in real life. This is real life, though. He's talking about real life. We're talking, yeah. No, if you had nobody, hmm. nobody, you a single dingle, ready to mingle and, 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 and everything else. Right. Nobody hollered at you. Not a single person looked your way, said nothing to you. That will play at that will that will play on your self-esteem. Right. And you're going to question yourself and ask yourself, what's wrong with me that no one says anything to me? So yes, you want the peanut gallery to calm the fuck down, but in the right. grand scheme of things, we still want the attention at some point. We want the nut shit to stop. You're absolutely so right. I agree with you. So this is what I'm asking y'all. So how do y'all want how do y'all want niggas to move? Like how do you want she said it was excessive? How do you want niggas to move? When you outside, how do you want niggas to move when it comes to they trying to holler at you? Just general conversation for me. Right. I don't see why why you can't just talk regular. Why right. do the question go, hey, what's your name? The second thing, oh, you want to slide to my house? Like, that's cornballs, though. Like, that's that's real weird. That's very, I, even as a nigga, as a man, I say that's crazy, right? You can't just do whatever. But do you know that's the that's the culture of today? Right. I was in a barbershop. Yeah, I was in a barbershop last night. This girl walked over to me and said, I'm in a relationship, but I wouldn't mind entertaining something else. See? Why be in a relationship? But that's what I'm saying. Then why be in a relationship? Right. But look, people think that that's because that's the way of the world now, that everybody acting bad out here. Like they use, y'all listen to these rap songs and y'all look at all these Instagram posts and that shit is exciting. Right. And they do do that in real life. She said, "I'm in a relationship, and I wouldn't mind entertaining another I, baby girl. I got a, I, I'm in a relationship. I got, I got a whole girl, right. right? I don't even say my girl, my girl. I said my girl, my wife. Like I put that out there, and she said, I don't care. But then that's weird on her end because you automatically 
all get it. How how do you like you can have a general conversation with somebody and say, hey, how you doing? What's your name? But people move weird because that's just how things are nowadays. Right. So I I seen Jennifer Jennifer in the chat saying uh, respectfully. And what about when the guy is being respectful and he's like, and he's just saying, how you doing? And then y'all ignoring the nigga, (laughs) looking at the nigga like he ain't shit. How is that respectful? That comes from a lot of disrespect prior to that person. Right. It's not somebody's trying to be smart to you because you could have came along and been the cool one. Right. I didn't have too many of these no people that is like, I don't know how to receive you right now. Right. But why I got to be punished for that though? But it's not like, it's not but but yeah because you get tired of the other crap that i've had to deal with from the last people but do you see how you see where we where the conundrum is coming that's where yeah absolutely you told us us to just have a civil conversation don't come with the nonsense just be civil but when we came civil you kind of you you backing us out like we was a a a noodle a cornball and it's like like damn i know what to do now I used to do that an awful lot. Like, I used to do that a lot. Like, straight from the gate, no, I'm good. No, I'm this. No, I'm that. Now, I'll just like, oh, and somebody would be like, how you doing, beautiful? Hello, how are you? Good morning. Like, I will engage now. I never used to do that before. However, you can kind of get a vibe and get a feel after a few sentences which way the situation is getting ready to go and how a motherfucker get ready to come off to you. You know what I'm saying? And then you can cut it off. Oh, okay. Well, no, no, I'm not interested. I'm married or I'm not interested. You know, I, I got a situation, but thank you. Have a good day. That's my line. But thank you. Have a good day. Like, before, <laughs> see, see, because then it's just like, okay, I did engage with you. I did hear what you have to say, but I could tell your vibe is off because trust and believe sometimes we can feel a vibe. I know that your vibe is off, but thank you anyway. Have a great day. Um, do y'all talk to y'all co-defendants? Like, <laughs> I don't mean to call y'all co-defendants, but that's what y'all is. So, <laughs> do y'all talk to y'all the, y'all other female friends that accept the disrespect? So when they accept the disrespect, it's confusing the guys. What you mean? If there's girls outside, you could be like, "Yo, shorty with the fat ass," and she'd be like, "Hey, what's up? How you doing?" <laughs> it's confusing the guys. Well, I don't have friends that, that accept stuff like that. So I can't really answer that question because a lot of my friends, some of them, their attitudes, their mentalities, it's certain, and it's going to go into a whole nother kind of topic, but it's certain things that they, they won't even interest them. You know what I'm saying? Like, they already have this set. I'm not even looking your way anyway. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't, I can't say my friends so well, I feel like, you know, if, if women have to decipher the good from the bad, you know what I mean? The dudes that's just hollering at her crazy and the ones that are, you know, coming at her respectfully and nicely, then dudes should know, like, you know what I mean? The difference between somebody who might be with that and somebody who might be more ladylike and not with that. Why? I will agree with that. I, and, and, being being a man in this world, I'm very cognizant of other mistakes that are men, right? You talk to women and they say, yo, you know, men are very disrespectful. They send dick pics. They be in our DMs with dick pics. And all, all I said was hi or 
<laughs> or hi. Moment I said hi, here come eight dick pics. Or, you know, if if you know the conversation could be going one way, and if I don't say something, then it's bitch and this and, and, and fuck you, hoe, and all that. I get it. So when you when you when you move in that situation, then when you come behind that as a respectful person, you gotta clean up others' mistakes and you gotta be you gotta be who you say you are. No. Bench yourself as your authentic self. But then you then what happens is you're gonna take the lickings of who who you're proceeding, but you gotta be strong and you gotta be steadfast and show that person that yes, I am who I say I am and I'm gonna take these lashes for a little bit, but you are going to see that I am built for tough and I'm not going to waver off who I am because this is authentic. So women, I do agree. Y'all do get a, a, a y'all share a ton of dumb shit from us and be the first to apologize for the shit that y'all have to that y'all succumb to or even have to deal with just just on a disrespectful level like that. Um but we but the thing that we're asking is to have a short memory. In a sense you gotta have you always gotta have an amnet type of memory and saying, all right, that was that one guy. I forgot about that because the next guy here is a whole different situation. But again my apologies to you all, all you ladies, for the disrespect that comes from us as men in those t- in those times. All right, now have you ha- have you ever seen the classy girl, or you know, whatever, however you want to categorize her, say, "I don't want the nice nigga. I want the nigga that talked to me crazy." I see. Like <laughs> I, 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 this shit don't exist. I, the good girls turning the good bad girls based upon what social media is talking about. Look, look, you got songs out here, Eat My Ass song and, and my and my my booty hole brown. I seen classy girls that or or the quote unquote classy girls now saying that shit and using that as their moniker. Right. Girls now want to act bad just because, you know, it's summertime and it's springtime and now, you know, the ones the ones that have respect for themselves a couple weeks ago now they want to act bad and do all kind of crazy shit. That's why I said the so the influence of the influence of social media has become a cancer to our brains. It has inf- mm-hmm. infected our brains to the point that we think we gotta act like these motherfucking celebrities. Yeah, that's true. And we and we do things and say things that are so crazy. They'd be like, "What are you talking about?" Like I seen people, I seen people adopt the the, the this. Oh, 50-50 is bad in a relationship. That's a new thing now. Like, if you say 50-50, you're banished. Like, you that right. you killed the person. You know, that's, no one should go 50-50. The man should be the sole responsibility of all things that is financial and everything like that. Boom. And she just is supposed to exist and be pretty. And right. shake her ass and, and, and pop, lock, and drop it and, 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 and wop it up. Like, that's not real life. That's not real life for everybody. And that ain't even real life for these celebrities that y'all that y'all hinge y'all existence on. Right. It's 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 beautiful, it's a gift and a curse, right? Gift and a curse. Social media has bridged a gap because it used to be a big gap. I remember growing up, the north where we live at now used to get it popping. We used to be ahead of the curve, right? South always was waiting to catch up. Now, everybody on the same page. Everybody's wearing the same shit. Everybody doing the same thing. Everybody talking the same. Everybody is every. Everybody is 
one little one big thing of nothing instead of being individuals individuality we've lost that because we all want to look dress talk do and be just like what social media has put in our minds as being acceptable thanks man listen so how do y'all feel like um to wrap this up and how people should move in real life what is your your number one negative and your number one positive on how people should move? There's any positives about it? Honestly, the way people are moving. A lot of positives. Huh? A lot of positives. Right. Is a lot of positives the way people are moving on social media? No, in real life. No, in real life. Oh, in real life. Okay, no, I was talking about on social media. Go ahead. Now you want to go first. Yeah, I mean, we right here. We're we're part of social media, regardless if we want to believe it or not. That we're part of the entertainment sector. We're part of the the media. We are social media. We are on social media, and we're trying to we're trying to um we're trying to be the the, the catalyst of change. Meaning the the voices of reason telling people, hey, it's okay. It's it's cool to be different. It's cool to be yourself. It's a it's, it's actually amazing to be yourself and living your truth and not succumb to the facades of what the world or what other social media outlets will have us to believe. It's, 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 it's okay to be that, right? Because live like that way before social medias came out. So we should still be able to live vicariously after. Um, you know, the beautiful things that come from it is it, it has bridge gaps and has put us in, 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 in living rooms and has put us in places that we would not have been if it wasn't for it. That's a positive. Right. It has given us resources and information that we might have not had if it wasn't for these social medias. The negatives are we've allowed it to take away our individuality. It allowed we took away our our grown up self and made us dependent upon social medias for us to exist. The first thing we do in the morning before we get up, before we even brush our teeth is open up our phones and see what's going on on Facebook and Instagram. I've seen people post before they went and brushed their fucking teeth. I've seen people like and share before they went and washed their ass. That's so is that your number one negative to uh, people in real life now? My number one negative is live life and allow social media to be a, 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 a plus or an extra. Don't allow it to consume your every movement. Don't allow it to be the end all be all to your day. If so, if I remember a couple of like a year ago when Instagram crashed, people was losing their minds. Minds. <laughs> people was like, oh yeah. my god, what am I going to do? Instagram, I can't post, I can't see nothing. Losing their mind. Well, take a take a day or so from it. Take a week from it. Detox. See how much better and clearer your mind is. See how much folk, how much how much clearer your vision and focus becomes because you haven't tainted your day with scrolling up and down. Take an hour away from it each day and you'll see a difference in yourself. That's what it, that's some of the negatives that comes with this social media thing. We have become slaves to it. And the moment it's taken away from us, we are like an addict. We need it. We start scratching. We can't figure out what's next. The moment you detox from it and you get a hold of yourself, that's when you are using it to your benefit instead of using it 
because you need it. So what's your what's your real life negative now? Or my real life negative with social media. What's your real life positive then? My real life positive is be be real with that shit. Like I know that's why I always come on here and and, and I, it's two statements that I always say. Right, make it make sense. And I know you in real life. I know y'all in real life. Remember that. So when y'all posting the wild crazy shit, I laugh, I chuckle because I be like, that shit ain't real. And even people can say that about me. People that know me can say, yo, I know that nigga can be a motherfucking hothead. And he get on here and he talk his little shit and he make people believe and think that he's he, he's whatever the case may be. He's greater than what, what he what he possesses. Yeah, I'm flawed. And I've tried to take a and I've tried to take full control of my flaws. I've gotten help for my flaws. I've gotten I've I've counseled, gotten counsel for the things that were red flags or things like that. So I'm working on me. But what I do try to come on here is preach a of a plot of peace and happiness within amongst each other instead of divide and conquer to where we're losing ourselves. That's the message and that's always where it should be. So that's what my real life changes and that's what my real life want and need for this whole social media situation to where we just go back to living our lives how we were living it before social media became our life versus a part of our life. I think my real life positive is I, well, the people that I, I come across, they are moving um, towards better, you know, money wise. That's my real life positive. My real life negative is that people are not considerate of other people's fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely would agree. I huh? definitely would agree. Of other people's time. Hey. <clears throat> What'd that look like? Right. Not at all. All right. So if we posing the question that way, I feel like my real life positive would be, um, I love to see the entrepreneurism. Is that a word that I just made up? Entrepreneurism. Yeah. I love the fact that since the pandemic and since COVID and all of that, that even though it was happening, you know what I mean? We didn't see as much movement as we see now. Like, I see so many people tapping into their creatives, their talents, um, you know, tapping into, you know, getting into their businesses and, and just their their creativity. I love it. And I love that for us. So that's my real life positive. Um, and the negative portion for me, like what we say, the social media portion. We do, we do, we could do real life negative, or you could do social media negative. Negative, yeah. So I just the negative part is just people are not living enough. You know, people are not in the moment enough. They're not tapping into what is happening in the now. You got to stop and pause so that you can get the pictures, so that you can get the videos to post for you know individuals to like and partake in what it is that you're dealing with, but. In the sense of that, it, it can be all good, but in the sense of that, you're losing the time that you are in the moment, which is most important. So, you know, I feel like that's the negative. You call that being present, Ish. Correct. Ish. Yep. Being Correct. present. Yep. Nish, do you, do you have a real life positive and negative? Mm, just, I just say just, for me, it's just doing more things that I wasn't doing before. And not always waiting for somebody to, oh, I want to go here. I got to everybody y'all want to go on this trip and I'm texting 15 people and waiting for a response 
now the trip is going and I didn't go and they didn't go. So I think it's just more indulging in yourself. Okay. It's like the, thing, the best thing I can say for me. I can't speak for everybody. Else. Mm -hmm. Now piggyback off of each oh. comment real quick though, because you, you said something beautiful that we got to share here because this is what we do here. You said one of the beautiful positives that you've seen is entrepreneurship and people stepping outside of their comfort zone and creating creating life to something that they once thought that wasn't was a dream. Shout outs to all of the people out there that's moving, especially in our uncensored mind community. And I'm gonna say a few names, and these names resonate through us here at Uncensored Minds, the Helen Weavers of the world, the Diana Humbers of the world, um, the Sherpa Holly of the world. It's people like that. And I'm saying and, and the whole paparazzi group that is there is so many ladies, Barbara Jones and all of you ladies. Um Diana, she has her own, she has her own travel business. Maybe two or three years ago before the pandemic or 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 before you seen somebody else that stepped out on faith, you may have not have wanted to try it. But you seen somebody else take a leap of faith and they use social media to catapult their business. And now you're using that same platform and you're taking your your talents to the next level as well. That's a beautiful positive. And those are things that can't be mitigated and should never be taken like I commend you ladies I commend you gentlemen for stepping up and stepping outside of your fears and creating a lane for yourself to profit from but also to create generational wealth for you and also your offspring that come after you so shout outs to y'all for stepping out and doing doing some amazing things even even right here the four of us we're doing something positive that maybe Four or five years ago, before we started this, wasn't even a thing. It might have been a, a, a thought in our head, but look at it now. We're living it, and we're in millions of homes across the world because it can be seen. Okay. So, shout out to yeah. everybody that's doing something. I, I, I commend you. And if you have a dream or a vision, don't just sit back and, and keep dreaming. Go out there and live it. Yep. Okay. No, I do have a list of negatives, man. <laughs> you know, not a list <laughs> a whole list so, so I want to say you know to the people um, let's try number one is to be thankful <laughs> how about people start moving in the space of being thankful for what you have you know for your family x y and z be thankful for the things that you have so you saying be thankful more than being negative right so when you you rather see them post more positive things and everything that's negative about everything that they do, right? Okay. Also, I need people to be appreciative of the people that share your presence with you. Be <laughs> appreciative of your people because we don't have to fucking be here. No. <laughs> <laughs> Like you want to play the video at some point. Like your mom will just upload the video and play it. <laughs> I'm not gonna play the video. You've been hitting at this shit for weeks. You I'm, not, I'm not gonna play the video yet, though. <laughs> it's coming, but I'm not gonna play it. <laughs> Listen, I would have had to grab the tequila. I would have left. Listen, I would have left the tequila and shots on that. <laughs> I left the Listen, state. but go ahead, see. <laughs> it's appreciative. Yeah, be be appreciative of your people because they don't have to be there. Like, I could be anywhere else in the world. How, that's how the song goes. I could be, but I'm here with you. Be be appreciative, man. Not to cut you off, but that's why at the end of 
when we 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 may we may I may interject at any time and say thank you to somebody because that appreciative being appreciative and that word appreciate is so big right. and so meaningful and people take it lightly and we don't say it just because it sounds good or we want to just massage your ego we say it because we genuinely appreciate your presence because without y'all viewing us and sharing us liking us and even subscribing to us we ain't got shit right. So we, we appreciate y'all people in the chat for watching. We appreciate those people that be silent and don't say shit in the chat. We appreciate the people that watch after the show and listen to the audio on all streaming platforms. We are appreciative of all the people. Um, my, my last one on this now is to be understanding. Even if you don't quite understand what that person is saying or going through be a shoulder for them like don't just shun them on whatever they're saying try to be understanding that they might be going through something that you might not quite get but be understanding and be there for them so be understanding i learned that those are those are three key things that i i don't think a lot of people tap into so that that those were definitely good to highlight because you know maybe somebody who is not so appreciative or not so thankful or not so understanding on the deli will then in turn try to implement that in their day to day because I don't think a lot of people are cognizant and think about that. What the fuck you doing? <laughs> He's Wusan or something. We add Can we add another a number four to that? Yeah, add a number four. Go ahead. Listen to hear and not listen to respond. Please. Yep. That's beautiful. Yep. yep. Please. That is listen to hear, not just to respond, because far too often we are so quick to just come back with a response or our thoughts that we don't hear the other person. And mm -hmm. I and hopefully we all can learn it together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of that. You should listen. Start listening. Um, mm -hmm. No, no, I. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do be listening, but I sometimes. I'm no, be this is what I mean. This is what I mean. Um, start listening without selective hearing. Like, start right. listening to hear the whole thing. Don't just right. listen to the words that you want to hear or the right. shit that you want to take out of it. You listen right. to the whole fucking thing. You know. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Right. Like, I start, but then I gotta pull the reins back. Like, you know what I mean? I gotta be like, ho, ho, ho. Somebody that needs to hear that last part is not here tonight. What you said now? With the M. This person is a person that should hear that last part that y'all said. Select the parent. What'd you say begin with an M? Her name begins with an M. She's came on here tonight. Yo, where is she at? How is she not? Where is she at? nigga, something I don't fucking know. <laughs> Probably selectively here in Usher. <laughs> yeah, that is ridiculous, man. What's up? Where we at? Man? What's next? Are we right into the right into the um ideology. Is that the ideology? All right. Before I get into ideology, man, I just want to say we're going to do ideology a little bit different tonight. Man. Last week we talked about um healing, so I'm gonna um drop some seeds and water them and y'all can catch the gems as they fall man <laughs> so i'm gonna give a testimony only to you know relate to some other people and y'all might know some of the details in the story and there's going to be details that you didn't know 
So, me as a kid, right? Uh, I'm going to title this. This is the title, though. The title is God Broke My Heart. Oh. So that's the title. So, the title is God Broke My Heart. Now, when I was young, uh, my dad would like send me to my grandmom crib, you know, for the summertime or things like that. And I would go to church like uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. And she was in the pulpit. So I had to sit front row. You can't go to sleep. All of these things. So me being 12 years old and out of nowhere, I used to run and all of these things and play ball and I'd never had any pain or anything. And all out of nowhere, one day I can't walk. During the same time as when my dad's sick, he's never been sick in his life. He works out. All these things happen. And the course of the summertime from the end of the summer to when school starts. So I have to go to school in September. And during these three months, I can't walk. My dad's dying, X, Y, and Z. So this is the time where God broke my heart because it, it canceled my dreams of things that I had planned for my life. But when we talked about healing um, last week, um, I didn't, like my, my teenage years, I was rebelling. So it wasn't like, a, I wasn't healing, I was just rebelling. So that was just like a coping uh, mechanism. But when it comes to healing, we have to learn how to accept things for what they are and then let them go. So that is the part of, ideology tonight i want to ask y'all who was the first person to break your heart and how did you heal from that so that is the sense behind ideology tonight what's up people who want to speak well i'll go first and i'll get it out the way first person to break my heart was my father. I ain't doing this tonight. I'm not. Well, <laughs> listen, the news is welling up already. I said to I said to everyone, I don't know what emotions we're tapping into. So I should have said we're tapping into all of them tonight. I didn't know I was gonna be crying. I didn't know this was gonna be <laughs> what the Look, I came here to win, man. I, I came Listen, here to What is Nell doing? That's all I want to know. I don't care about nothing else. What is Nell doing? Y'all ain't getting Nell. me tonight. Y'all not getting Nell. me tonight with this shit. It's, it's done. It's Y'all not getting right. me tonight with this shit. I'm Nell. going to bed tonight. And I'm not going to be the only one up here doing this tonight. No, Yeah, so the first person to break my heart was my father. Um, He was not present whatsoever. I found him after 30 years. Um, and so, you know, as young as I can remember, that was the person that crushed me, that crushed my spirit, that had me question, um, you know, why? You know what I mean? Why doesn't he love me? Why doesn't he want to be around? Am I not good enough? You know, I question myself, even as a young child who could see model parents being in my friend's lives, and not being in mind, you know what I mean? So at a young, early age, you know, I began to doubt myself, 
Word. have low self-esteem. Like as a young child, like where they do that at? Um, and so I, I'm going to be honest, and we've talked about this on past shows, like I'm getting there, but I'm not fully past it. Like sometimes I could speak to him. I, I you know, I, I'm almost 45. I found him when I was 30. He lives in the city of Philadelphia. Right. I found him at 30. Right. I found him at 30. Okay. He lives in the city of Philadelphia. Got it. All right. So now at 44, I'm still angry. I'm getting past it. You know, we try to build, but I, I'm still angry and I still hurt. And I don't know if I will ever be over it, honestly. So you said, how have you healed from that? Or how are you healing from that? Well, I've been tough road. Yeah, I basically want to say that, you know, the healing process is not, we have to stop deflecting and coping and find the healing and letting it go and understanding of things that we can't control. Right, right. And I think that's where I flounder because I know that in a sense, but the reality of what I was faced with growing up the things that deterred me from doing certain things, the things that, you know, I questioned myself about and I, I could be so much further because of, like that shit still kind of like sticks a knife in me. And, you know, when we think about your first heartbreak being your father, right. that lines some shit up for the rest of your life, as far as relationships and dealing with men, how you feel about men, what they doing, how they doing, where they doing, with like all of that. That's where a lot of it stems from. So, so you know. So what is it going to take for you to, you know, let, let some of that go? I haven't figured it out yet, T. And that's being really, really honest. I haven't figured it out. I've pondered, I've thought, I've prayed, I've meditated. I've, I've written, written out what I want to see. I even tried to manifest clearing, clearing it. I even tried to manifest it. Right. I'm just, I'm just saying. I can't I'm, get there. I can't. Like, I, I, I'm just I saying. Everything. Yeah. I'm just saying that because it only puts a hold on us when we hold on to it. I know. Yeah. And I, I I can't find a niche. I've tried everything. I really have. And I've and I've healed a lot of things. Like it's a lot of shit that I used to be that I'm not now. It's a lot of ways that I used to think that I don't now. But that that got a hold on me. And I'm gonna be honest, like that has a hold on me. And I have not found out how to tap into something to remove that poison from me. Like I haven't. And 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 that is fucked up. All right, which one of y'all want to go first? I mean, what's up? I, for me, um, <clears throat> it was like never wanting kids and then getting pregnant and making it to eight and a half months and then losing my child. So for me, yeah, that was... Like, I don't know. I mean, I think I'm more comfortable now, but it's always going to be a sore spot for me. And even back when it when I went through it, I just was always questioning God, like, 
Now you come through for everybody else, right. but like you was here for me. Like that's how I felt. So, and even like religion wise or whatever, um, <clears throat> and I used to fully garb up and everything. But at that point, I felt like, and people might say, oh, that's wrong. You shouldn't think like that. But yeah, I thought like that. So for me, I was like, I don't even know if I want to garb up. I don't even know if I want to continue learning Islam. I don't, I don't know. Like, cause I feel like the one time where I needed you and it, and even though, you know, is I just feel like, oh, I mean, it was more mental. You know what I'm saying? Like you, I need you, but you're not helping me, you right. know, but what can you really do? You know what I'm saying? It's just a lot of things that for me played back and forth in my brain. And that was like, the most horrible experience I ever went through in my life. I mean, I've lost, you know, my brother and different things like that, but that was my child. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like totally unexpected and, and it happened on Thanksgiving. So it's like I'm, we prepping and the next thing you know, it was a disaster. So for me, that's always going to be like etched in my brain. Like, oh, Thanksgiving is coming. This is the morning I got rushed to the hospital and didn't come over my child. I had to have my first child after not ever wanting kids to get pregnant. So now I got to cremate my child. Now I got to, and it was a process that I still, to this day, like trying to get through. But it's more mental than anything, like very mental. So, I think that's what it is for me. That was my first heartbreak. What's up now? Um, yeah, I mean, we. So a lot of my, a lot of um, my trepidation that comes with why stems from my father as well. And, you know, I'm always asked now, why are you so aggressive? Why are you, you know, you have a beautiful heart, but it's, it's marred by, you know, some of your aggressiveness that comes out. And um, I, I ask myself and I always come back to the source and, and I'm not one to lay blame or or pity or not take accountability for where I'm at at this present day because I'm a grown-up. I'm an adult. You know, them that we always cover. And the things that I've covered up is just the the sheer misunderstanding of and lack thereof with my father living in the same city, knowing who my father was. And it's not like we hadn't had interactions because if I like if my mom seen him riding down the street, you know, he'll pull over and we'll pull over and we'll stop it, whatever the case may be. I could call the phone and ask for something, not saying I got it, but I had, you know, new buildings. Um, but that infuriated and that left it left that left this confused little boy that turned into a confused man to ask. How are you allowing another man to take care of your responsibility? I yearn for your attention the same way that 
my stepfather gives his daughter that's his that love and attention. I want to feel like I'm a part of your world the same way you make your other children feel part of your world. And it infuriated me to the point where I've, I've become distant. I've become um, jaded to a lot of different things. And a lot of it I masked because I've allowed myself, I thought I allowed myself to grow in a space of, all right, well, that was the past. Now is now. And all we can do is affect the present and our future. I can't speak on why he didn't do these things then because of his presence now. But all I've done is glazed over that surface and just allowed it to fester under the surface, but it's still there. And how do I get control of something that I that I that I need control of? Right. I just want to this there's a boy, a little boy inside of me who still yearns for that fatherly love that I've never got from him. Yeah, I got it from my stepfather, but it ain't the same. Right. When it comes from your father, right, and I, I, I sit and and not ask myself, but I break my neck to this day to make sure that my father, the man who didn't break his neck to make sure his son was cool, is good. When he's sick, I'm up at the hospital. When he needs some, I'm the first to call. When, when, just when he, just, I, I go over there just to make sure he good without him needing a call for anything because that's the love that I have for my father because he is my father. And all I want is, or all I wanted was just to be told, I love you, or to be taken to a basketball court or to be taken to a basketball game or a baseball game with my dad. Right. About the shoes, the clothes, or, the, or, or child support. We as children don't give a fuck about that. We just want the love. Right. We want to feel that that joy that comes with bond between mother, daughter, father, son, vice versa. And I didn't get an opportunity to feel that. And, 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 it, and it bothered me because I could look right next door in the next room and see my little sister getting the love that she deserved, that she needed, that she wanted from her father. Yeah, he loved me too. I wanted that kind of love from my father. So when it comes to me being aggressive, I built myself up inside to become aggressive, to deal with that hurt. Because I had to fight that hurt off just to be able to live in this world that I live in today of compassion for a man who didn't take care of me the way that I did him to. The compassion I have to fight that that angry young boy has grown to a man that has compassion in his heart, yet anger inside because he has to fight off those demons of 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 wanting and needing that love. Now people will say, "Well, you should be you forty something years old. You got to get over because it's hurting you more than it's hurting him. It is, but I'm the one who's hurt." I'm the one who has to live with those challenges and those perils. I'm the one who has to who has to go through life with a chip on his shoulder. Not because I hate the world, because I hate that I had to come up in this fucking world 
without my dad protecting me the way I needed him to or loving me the way I needed him to. But again, it goes back to what we talked about earlier. I don't got to like you to love you. I didn't like what you did, but I love you, Dad. I don't like what you put me through, but I love you, Dad. I don't like the way I feel or feel when I got to raise four boys that came after me that had to go through the same shit that I had to go through. And I had to tell him, don't, 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 don't hold him hostage for that because he's, he's flawed and he's imperfect like we all are. Just have faith and believe in yourself and believe that at some point you'll have a better relationship with him. I had to lie to them. So now what I've done is I created an anger with inside of them because I was trying to mask the pain that I was going through and not let them go through it the same because I was more like a father figure to them than a brother. So how do I now cope with that as, at this big adult age? I got to just put on my big boy draws and I deal with it. Right? We said no crying on social media because it looks weird. Right. Well, here we go. As you can see, and no tear has dropped yet. The motherfucker want to come down. Listen, no well, social media. I done cried for you. But I done cried for thing. you. It's a real thing, man. People sit and ask them, ask me all the time, "Why are you so angry?" And I say, "I don't know," and I still don't know. So, so let's stay right there. No, let's stay right there because a lot of times, you know, we have gender debates and we have gender wars on this show. And a lot of times people don't understand that all of this comes from unhealed issues. So you, so you taking that out on the person that, you know, supposed to be your partner, the person who's supposed to be, you know, your right hand. And we need to, I want to stop like the bashing the you know, the male and female bashing. And we need to start working together to start figuring some of this shit out. Cause we got to let that shit go. You got to really stop with the weird shit because the weird shit will make somebody lose it on the deep end because you don't never know what they got going on inside. You don't know what challenges they are faced with at that moment. And we come in with negativity right. on top of negativity, thinking we know what the fuck we talking about and have no clue what we talking about. Like, like we got to stop sending messages that that are meant to tor torment and tear down a person and, and, and talk to the person and see exactly why they're, where they're coming from. Do you, it, it might be a reason why I'm guarded and I'm jaded or I'm so guarded or I don't want the world to see this because I'm hiding that from what the truth might be behind that. Or I don't want you to experience the pain that I had to, that I experienced walking down that alley. So I don't want you to, I don't want you know, nowhere near that because I love you enough to safeguard you from that. Understand why people do the things that they do and say the things that they say or, or come to the conclusions that they come to. Meaning, if I say I got this going on, I could just be saying that because I don't want others in my business, in my face, in my AM, DMs, in my in, none of that shit. Certain thing or I, I, I'm aggressive because I'm dealing with some unperceived challenges or unconscientious emotions that I never had to deal with in life. But now in my adult years, when I see the perils of what it is to be a fucking man, a responsible man, a responsible father, a responsible brother, and a responsible son, I see, damn, I was let down by the very thing that brought me into this world. Right. 
Yeah, you taught me lessons on how to how to get it, how to be respectful, how to how to be resourceful. But you ain't teach me how to love right. the way I need to love from a standpoint of the basis of what it looks like. I had to figure that shit out. And throughout my journey, I'm tripping along the way because I'm I'm figuring out along the way. So people, you gotta understand. When you're dealing with people, we come flawed. Nobody ain't perfect. And we understand that we can live a little better with each other because we're both healing each other. We're, we're licking each other's wounds at the same time. Like, stop it with the bullshit, T. I keep telling you. <laughs> That's what I was getting ready to say. Like, last week, this week, like, yo, listen. Like, Oh, Joe, we sitting up here with the ugly face. We couldn't conversations, man. I keep trying to tell y'all, man. We have to have these conversations to move as a people. Yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> and I, and people don't listen. Right. Everything that was just said, somebody going to dissect that and they going to put their spin on it right. and hear how they heard it right. instead of saying, damn, I'm your friend. Right. Here for you. Or you want to talk, right. talk without without judgment. You want to talk just to figure it out. You want to talk just to clear your mind, right. or not even that. I'm here for you. Ain't no judge, just no judgment zone. Or I see my part that I play in our interactions, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna clean myself up a little bit because I genuinely care about you. And I see that you're going through what you're going through. Because we all got some shit that we're going through. Okay. Right? That's, that's why I said that's why I said earlier is it's really important and it's really imperative that we understand the things that we are not in control of. So we are not in control of how other people move. We are not in control of how what other people do. We only have to, you know, take accountability for ourselves and how we take things in that pain is going to always be with you some of these pains you're never going to heal from but you have to let it go in some form or fashion for you to move forward is what i'm trying to say absolutely i get questions i get asked this question a lot right because people is i guess it's weird to hear a black man at the age of 42 years old not have no kids or to say i'm single Right. What's wrong with you? Why are you single? You you you're a nice looking guy. You're a great catch. You single. Why? Wow, what's wrong with you? It's hard to hear that for people. Or if you say, oh, yeah, I'm 40 years old or 42 years old and I don't have no kids. You have no kids because you're not taking care of them or you tip. You don't have no kids. I have no kids. Why? You don't want no kids. Not that I didn't want them, but I want I don't want to subject my child to the things that I came up on. Right. I, had a great life. Don't get it twisted. I had a beautiful life coming up. I got everything I want, but I didn't get what I needed. The love from my father. I didn't get that. I needed that more than the Jordans. I needed that more than the Xboxes and the Playstations. I needed that more than anything else. I needed the the, the love, the tutelage, the the, 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 the mentorship, the just the compassion of my father. I needed that that I didn't get from him. I got it from another man, which built a, 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 a huge resolve in me to make me be a better man for 
going going down future, but I still miss something. So when people ask, why you don't got kids? I ain't going to subject my child to that. I didn't want my kid to be on this side of the town and I'm on that side of town and me and her riffing and I can't see him for weeks or whatever. Or, you know, we, we got to go to back and forth to child support court. I don't want to raise no child like that. Or I don't want to raise, I want to raise my child the way I was raised in a home with two parents that loved on each other. Right. So that's why I had kids. If the opportunity presented itself or if I was if I came up differently, maybe that opportunity would have been I would have had a child or, 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 or so. But that's one of the reasons why. Or now, why don't you share everything with the world? Why don't you share who your girlfriend is on social media or why don't you talk about it? because. It ain't everybody business, because at the end of the day, everything that I just said. You know what's going to happen? They going somebody's going to say, "Now I'm praying for you," or "Now I understand," or "I'm here for you." But in my lonely, darkest hours, I'm only the person that's there dealing with that. And that's not being selfish. That's not accepting of you saying, "Hey, I, you got a friend in me. I appreciate that." But yet, and still, when the lights close, when the lights go out, and the doors close, and all the family that was, all the people that came here to help you mourn in that moment. When they leave, you still got to live that reality. Right. And as you said, you got to find comfort. Right. You got to be able to find that outlet. You got to be able to find that place that's going to help you maneuver through that or get to a place of some type of peace. And if you don't come to it, then you'll struggle for the rest of your life with it. You know, I used to hate that, that, that saying that says, you know, um, What's for you is for you and things of that nature. I used to hate these fucking sayings <laughs> because I feel like it takes the control away from you. But some things are, you know, destined for you. Like my path is my path. And and you have to choose, you know, how you attack your path. You could sit on the bench <laughs> and let shit go by you, or you can choose to get in the game and do what you gotta do. So the choice is always still yours and you just have to find your way to it. That's true. What's up, Nell? Get us up out of here because I'm making everybody cry. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> heavy, heavy, uh -huh. heavy. What's up, Nell? All right, so we... I can't even talk. Like... <laughs> <laughs> wrap, wrap us up. <laughs> I'm going for a ride after this. I I, I got to get in my car. Right, <laughs> something. If y'all don't hear from me by Wednesday, I'm, I, I don't do my. out the search party. I threw my body into the school corn and let the search party go five. Y'all fucked up. <laughs> All right, so um, as y'all know, you know this is my portion of the, of the show, and it's called "Gone in 60 Seconds." It's a quick rundown of everything that happened in sport. This past week, as we know, the NBA Finals are, are running rapid. We already had Denver go up one game to none on our last show, right? Now, Miami is Miami came back tonight and tied up the series 1-1, winning in Denver. That's crucial because right. they say the, the series doesn't start until the road team wins. Right. Road team won a game. So that now puts pressure on Denver to run a game over there in Miami, where this series could quickly shift into Miami's favor. So Miami won tonight, 111-108, with two with them going back home to Miami for two games, and then to Denver for game six, possible. Game seven, I think 
game five in Denver, game six, Miami, game seven in Denver, if possible. So the NBA is NBA in right now. They right. don't think the NBA finals is a great watch. I know a lot of people said, hey, you don't you got two of the smaller market teams and then it ain't gonna be a great watch. But these two teams have been battling. And if you want to hear more on this topic, catch my guys at game seven on seven at seven PM on Thursdays. They're going to recap all the things that happened in the NBA. They're going to talk about the possible job Morant suspension, what it's looking like and I'm hearing that Adam Silver is going to lay the gamut down after the NBA finals is over and may suspend this gentleman for half a season. That's sound like 50 games for this for the kid for the guy. So Ja, you gotta clean your act up, brother, because you know you're killing yourself. You're losing millions. And believe it or not, you are an icon to these young kids. They look up to you. Um, other than that, you know, the NBA finals is, you know, come to watch football season. And OTAs is starting. Um, we just finished up with them. So you can look out for many camps to start in the next month. Um, and after the training camp, then get right into the season in September. It will be right upon us. Um, again, you know, check us out here on the Telemade Network. We got Game 7 on 7. That's what they're going to talk about, you know, the NBA Finals offensively. They also want, you know, you also want to make sure you join the two of us on Wednesday nights with Telemade Kicks. And now we got a great show. We got a great show for you there. We're going to, you know, get into it this week with a lot of you know, fines and a lot more, you know I mean, topics and talk on everything that has to do with the sneaker and apparel world. We got we got something 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 nice to talk about this week. I I got something that came in the mail. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> Just kind of. Um, thanks everybody for tuning in. Thank you, uh, Nish, for joining us. And Thank you. Sharing a tear and a laughter with us. This is it's the shit that we do on a regular basis. <laughs> so thank you for uh, joining us and uh, make sure that y'all uh, hit the like button underneath the video, like and share the video. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Anybody who needs uncensored minds gear, either hit me or nail up. Um, make sure y'all check out the the streaming platform we're streaming on. All of us. Hey, hold on, hold on. We got we got clearance sell on some merchandise. People been asking us, can we go have a sell on merch? Yeah, this is doing a clearance rap. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you is off the hood all night long. Right, clearance you been playing right, around. Right, right, we got. We got a lot of merch that's on the clearance rack. So if you're looking for merch at great prices, please come shop with us here on the clearance rack. How much they, how much they going for now? How much they going for? $5, $5, $5. $2.99, please. Two ninety nine. dollars 99 $5 is a little too much. $5, man. $5, man. I cannot. Also, if y'all have any topics that y'all want to see and discuss, um, share it on the Facebook page, the Uncensored Minds Facebook page. Book them busy. Yeah. I need a shirt that say book them busy. Can I please have a shirt? That it should be you and book them busy. That's a good one. Yeah, keep Any last words, ladies? No, mm -hmm. Appreciate you over here. We definitely a part of I ain't got no words. But mm -hmm. thank you, Niche, for joining. I got tears. I'm about to like maybe jump off the bridge in a second. <laughs> Listen, my house is the tracks is right across the street. Like I'm waiting for the next freight train at this point. Don't See, like it, what's the don't, do don't do it. God damn. Sometimes you gotta get out a good crowd, man. It's, it's yo, yo. I know we talked about we, we talked about a lot of great things tonight. Somebody who needs our presence, 
you know, we talked about this a few weeks ago, her mother passing. We always do this. We always talk about it in the moment, but we never talk about it weeks and months after. And that's when they need him the most because that's when that's when all their family has went back to their respective homes and went back to their lives. But the person that has to deal with that loss is dealing with it within them and herself. And I'm talking about Crystal Stewart. She's one of our uncensored minds faithful, um, one of our top fans, one of the people who supports us from afar. Right. We need the people that's in the front row to be front rowing, but we need the people that's in the back to be in the back talking about it. So we appreciate you, Crystal. We want you to know that we love and support you. And if you need anything, the whole Uncensored Mind gang is here for you um, during your tough time as you're dealing with the loss of your mom. You know what I mean? Um, unfortunately, um, none of us can really speak on what that looks like for us. But we do offer our support and our love for you continuously. And anybody else that's going through anything, any adversities, any challenges, or any limitations, you have a friend here in Uncensored Minds. Don't hesitate to reach out to us if you need us, if you need prayer, if you need anything. We're more than happy to help with that. Just don't ask for no money. Well, we got the clearance. I can't. Don't ask for money. We ain't got it. Um, um, next week, I'm a, I'm a promise not to try to make y'all cry. But look, remember this. Remember this. I know y'all remember. This. <laughs> Sorry. Get out of here. Oh, see, see, see. I know we talk about. A, n- a number of new things to, to see on um, TV, right? Right. And we got a new series that's just started up. Um, watch. What I need to watch. It's What's called up? The Idol. Oh, I know about that already. Oh, yeah, it it came on tonight at 9 o'clock. We're, appreciate, oh. we're appreciative that none of y'all left us to go watch it. But watch The Idol. It is premiering on the HBO Max app. Um, app. Go watch it. It is, pro- it is produced by the producers of Euphoria. If you yeah, are the, weekend, the weekend is in it, and uh, the weekend and a couple other people is in it. But exactly. yeah, that's definitely on my watch list. Yeah. Definitely, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be a, it's supposed to be one of the ones. So get into that. Tyreek came to an end, um, so we're waiting for the Tommy, and we're waiting for the Kane special. I'm watching that Tommy shit, man. You ain't watching I'm, Tommy It's pretty shit? good. I don't, I'm, 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 I'm surprised you don't like it. Uh, I'm not. Tommy is not even Tommy on that, John. He likes some yeah, other nigga. <laughs> he is Tommy, right? Like he ain't he morphed into somebody else. He's some other nigga on that, John. I'm not watching that. Man. I, I will watch the Idol though now. And um, what what else are we watching? Um, so what? I'm watching Succession. I'm watching that. I'm watching I need to watch Succession. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty Succession. good so far. I'm watching um the little Dicky John Days. I'm watching that's 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 popping. Um yeah, that's what we're doing. All right, people. Let's get up out of here, man. Go go dry your tears, man. Yeah, I'm gonna go dry my tears. Peace, y'all. Have a great week, everybody. See y'all next week. See you later. Bye.